Hi everyone, this is your town manager, Alex Torpy. I'm recording our September update from Austin, Texas at the annual International City County Management Association Conference. So I've been really enjoying uh, meeting and learning and mingling with nearly 6,000 other uh, local managers and government professionals from across the world. And I'm actually gonna have a special episode just uh, for an update from the conference, but boy, am I looking forward to coming home to fall in New England. So here are some of the things that we've been working on in September in town. Uh, We'll have updates from our September 11th and September 18th select board meetings where we issued a proclamation Uh, thanking a public works employee for 20 years of service uh, with the public works department. Uh, So thank you, Roger. Uh, We lowered the speed limit on Lime Road. We gave a quick update on the fiscal year 24-25 budget timeline and made some final appointments to the new Capital Improvement Program Committee. We discussed some traffic safety updates. We talked about the need to update some of the organizational documents and materials for some of our boards and committees. We recapped the great Allen Street block party and talked a little bit about the future plans for Allen Street. We discussed some space problems inside of Town Hall and some ideas that we're exploring uh, moving forward. And we did a bunch of other business, including approving various minutes, uh, accepting some donations, uh, making some appointments, um, and doing some grant paperwork. Uh, We also covered my administrative update for the month and that included updates on Allen Street and some other upcoming events, uh, some human resources hiring and retention and recruitment study updates, uh, some parking updates, uh, discussion on Mink Brook Community Workforce Housing, uh, and the meeting that is now set for October 16th, where folks can uh, learn more. We gave some uh, updates on downtown Hanover and covered a couple other topics. So got a lot of stuff going on in September and we've got a really busy couple months coming up. So let's jump right into it. So a couple of the things that we covered from our select board meetings in September. Um, You have probably heard by now, but we have lowered the speed limit on Lime Road between the two roundabouts. This is bringing it down to 25 miles per hour and bringing the school zone speed limit down to 15 miles per hour. This helps bring us uh, more in line with our Vision Zero goals. Uh, And this was one of the recommendations that came out from our staff meeting uh, that we have put in place this year to discuss uh, traffic safety uh, complaints, concerns, and issues. Um, Some folks were at the meeting who mostly expressed some favorability towards lowering that speed limit. Uh, and uh, that will be uh, over the next month or two as we get the signs ordered. Um, and that also uh, helped us realize that we have some outdated signs in other parts of town. Uh, we will be announcing uh, that so it's clear and everybody knows that the speed limit is being moved down that five miles per hour. We also gave uh, a, an update on the fiscal year 24-25 budget timeline. Um, and so uh, there is a, uh, a memo that I wrote where you can find the, uh, a more detailed timeline going forward. I'll run through it really quick, quickly right now. Um, and so basically September was sort of slated as a bit of an organizational month. Uh, we were intending to have the first meeting of our Capital Improvement Program Committee. 
um, uh, though that will be probably in the next couple weeks instead. And on the Capital Improvement uh, Program Committee, we also uh, finalized the membership for that. Uh, so I'll read that out here uh, as well. And so this uh, new committee, which is a state law requirement, Either the planning board has to be involved in creating the town's capital improvement plan, which in Hanover they have not been, um, or we have to create a committee uh, to do that, which includes a planning board representative, which we did not have previously. So um, that is a new process for this year, and it's going to help us build out a more thorough capital plan um, that is going to make a really big difference understanding some of our future commitments and the revenue that we need um, to make sure that uh, the costs that we know are coming down the line in the future are not borne just by raising taxes. That isn't a sustainable way to uh, uh, finance all of these projects in the future. And so we'll be talking about that in more detail through the budget process this year. And this committee with multiple stakeholders will really help in that regard. So on this committee is uh, myself, Ellen Bullion, who's our Finance and Administrative Services Director, Pete Kobaki, the Public Works Director, uh, Carrie Callahan, uh, Select Board Representative, Jenny Chamberlain, Select Board Representative, John Dolan, uh, Finance Committee Representative, Kim Hartman um, from the Hanover uh, School District, uh, Brian Edwards from the Hanover Planning Board, and uh, Nico McCry, the uh, public, at, uh, public at Large Representative and a Dartmouth student um, who are happy to have on the committee as well. Um, and so that's a really great group of people that will be coming together to discuss capital projects. Uh, we had our initial meeting with our collective bargaining units. And then October is sort of uh, setting goals and priorities. Um, and so this is also a new process that we're beginning this year. The select board is participating in a goal setting workshop uh, in a couple weeks in October. And they will be reviewing all of the public feedback that was collected through the master plan advisory committee process and using that public feedback to understand some of the, uh, the public's priorities and concerns. Uh, we decided to take advantage of the fact that we have all of that pretty recent data because we just went through that process. Now, we won't have that every year. So in future years, we may consider different ways um, to solicit public feedback and feedback from stakeholders in the community at the beginning of the budget process. And so that ensures that we are starting with uh, what, um, that we are starting with the goals of the community. Um, and those goals then move to the select board that will discuss and prioritize those. Uh, those will get discussed at a select board meeting and then come back and that will basically inform how we begin the budget process. And so this is really important to do that we don't just work off of the budget from the prior year and take all of our assumptions and keep rolling them over from year to year, but that every year we're at least checking in understanding where we're going, making sure our goals in the next year are aligned with our longer term goals, and then making sure our budget requests for the upcoming year are in line with what our priorities actually are. Um, so that's all new for this year. And uh, I'm sure we're gonna work out some kinks as we go, but excited to um, be doing that. Uh, and then in October, we're also going to start, and really by early November, recapping our retention recruitment study. Um, and building that into our budget process. Through November, December, and January, there'll be a lot of work on the capital and operating side of the budget. And then similar to last year, we'll be um, uh, providing a draft budget to the Finance Committee, the Select Board, and the public, uh, likely in late February. 
uh, working on revisions of that draft budget to bring a final budget by late March, and then um, preparing and distributing everything that we need for town meeting after that. So there's a more detailed timeline that is available, um, and you can find a link to that in the show notes. Uh, we also discussed a few other traffic safety uh, updates, uh, but most of that was related to the Lime Road speed limit. And then in October, uh, I will have a report out from our traffic safety meeting, uh, that our third quarter traffic safety meeting that staff held again. So then we moved into a couple other uh, discussion items. This included uh, needing to update some of the organizational materials for some of our boards and committees. Um, so some are a little more organized than others, but just looking at all of the bylaws, um, trying to get them as consistent and uh, accurate and updated as possible, making sure we know the terms of all of the members that have been appointed to different boards and committees, and just basically getting all of that a little more organized. We will have someone starting in the new position that we created in the clerk's office, the new senior assistant clerk, deputy director of administrative services. That is one of uh, many projects that person will be jumping right into. And so uh, that person will be starting uh, in October. And um, that's going to be one of the first projects that they uh, that they work on. Next is we talked about uh, the Allen Street block party, uh, which if you weren't able to make it was just wonderful. We closed down Allen Street uh, the last weekend in August and uh, we had music and still North and Sawtooth uh, had outdoor seating. We had a magician. We had story times. Um, It was just a great weekend of events. The rain mostly held off and there are a couple pictures that I included in my report Um, You know, there were various points throughout the weekend where we had more than 100 people on Allen Street um, hanging out and participating. So we talked a little bit about the direction that we're moving in with Allen Street, which is finding ways to do more things like that. And basically, what can be the value to the community of Allen Street without it needing to be only for cars? Um, And so we're going to be looking at that a little more closely. We have another event at the uh, end of October, which you should definitely put on your calendars, which is a Halloween event. We've got a trick or treat on the Friday before Halloween um, and a costume party on Saturday uh, before Halloween. And then, of course, we we will have our home for the holidays in December again. Um, And we will be talking next year about uh, the future of Allen Street and if we want to find ways to Uh, on a more permanent basis, potentially close the street, bring that issue to town meeting um, to discuss further. So we had that discussion with the select board um, and making sure that all uh, parties are on the same page, that those are the kinds of things that we are looking at doing. We've gotten a lot of feedback that people appreciate and really want to see more publicly available space in the downtown. And this is one of the ways that we are working on that. We also discussed some space problems inside of Town Hall. Uh, We are bringing in a few new employees, uh, one of which we just, actually two of which we we, we don't have any desk space for. Uh, We also don't have, um, we only have one meeting room in the building, which on a regular basis, multiple times a week, uh, requires kicking people out of other meetings or uh, sometimes staff eat lunch in that meeting room and they're not able to do so because a meeting is being held there. It's really, um, it really has been a problem for us. And so we're looking at a couple different options. And one of the options is 
uh, potentially moving the board meetings that happen in the boardroom in town hall um, somewhere else. And one of those options is at the Howe Library, where we've been working with them on just understanding uh, schedules, logistics, operations, making sure that there aren't any major red flags there. Um, uh, and so we wanted to discuss that with the full select board and make sure that everybody was on board. Uh, that's <laughs> an unintentional pun with moving forward with this. Um, and that would create a new office space, multiple new meeting rooms um, in town hall that would make a huge difference in our daily operations. And so we're looking at a couple different options there, but wanted to discuss that with everybody. Um, and again, just make sure everybody's on the same page moving forward. I mentioned we did some business and I just want to make sure to thank uh, folks that donated uh, to the town. And so that was Snacks Bar, Dunks Sports Grill, Co-op Food Stores, Make Architects, and Mascoma Bank. Um, and so thank you all for your donations supporting uh, various programs in the town. We also made some appointments. Uh, this includes Sloan Mayor, Jack Wilson, and Randall Mudge to the Building Code Advisory Committee. Those are all reappointments. We appointed our acting fire chief, Mike Gilbert, as the acting emergency management director. And we made uh, and we appointed myself, our public works director, police chief, and dispatch coordinator as deputy emergency management directors. And we're going to be working on um, doing a little bit more with all of that in the coming months. We executed some grant paperwork um, or authorized me to do so to move forward the multi-use path for Reservoir Road and, and Wheelock. So moving on to uh, my administrative report. So we uh, talked a little bit more about Allen Street and just wanted to thank Hanover Parks and Rec for organizing that new event this year. Uh, that was really great and give a special shout out to Liz Burdett and, and Kat. Um, if you'd like to hear a little more from Liz and Kat about uh, what working at Parks and Rec is like, go a few episodes back in the podcast. And we have a really great conversation uh, with the two of them. Um, and again, we've got our new event at the end of October as well, which we're really excited about. That will be on Allen Street. We also went into some updates about human resources and hiring and staffing. And so if you're listening to these or watching our meetings, you will uh, see that this is a um, a constant in our report. And uh, some of that is because we are doing our retention and recruitment study. But some of that is uh, hiring and staffing is uh, one of the most um, kind of critical topics right now in town and for local governments across the country. Uh, hiring is really challenging, especially in our area because of the lack of any available or affordable housing or childcare services. Um, and so we're doing a lot of work to not only try to retain the folks that we have, but also make it easier for us to recruit people as more and more begin to retire. We had significant uh, turnover in our staff in the last couple of years, um, and we need to do more to prepare for the change in the labor market that is going to impact uh, how the town is staffed. So we're in the final stages of our retention and recruitment study, and I'll save a longer update for that for next month um, when we have had the study uh, completed, and we're going to be beginning working on some proposals that will get incorporated into the budget this year. Um, and that covers a very wide range of how people work for the town. We also talked about uh, our search for a new fire chief. Uh, so that is now um, publicly available. Um, and we 
uh, have that job open. Um, we expect the, uh, the filling the position will probably take about three to five months in total. Um, we'll be circulating that pretty widely. And I would really um, encourage you to check out the posting if you're kind of curious what direction we're going in with how we hire and staff the town government. One of the things that we did in this um, uh, recruitment posting is um, is a really cool project. And um, we'll give a thanks to uh, Hanover Police Sergeant Matt Ufford. Um, and so Matt has been a police officer for over 20 years um, and over the last few years has discovered a passion for uh, film, made a really wonderful profile of one or two of the officers at the police department just for fun. Um, and when we asked Matt if he would help out making a recruitment video for the fire chief search, he was more than happy to do so. Um, and uh, you can find that video. I will link directly to the YouTube uh, video. Uh, it included interviews with a number of our staff at the fire department um, and just sort of setting up what we're, what we do here and what we're looking for a little bit uh, for folks that might be interested in learning more about Hanover and applying for that job. It was a really great project, though, because it brought uh, some of our police officers and firefighters closer together, which is always uh, great to do. And more broadly than that, just spotlighting, we have so many wonderful employees who not only have great technical skills in their jobs, um, but also have all sorts of interesting things they do outside of their work. And we wanna spotlight some of that and when uh, possible, kind of bring that into work. Um, so that was really fun to see. And again, I'll include a link to that uh, in the show notes. We, are, uh, we also uh, gave an update on the Mink Brook Community Workforce Housing Project. Um, and so we are continuing to have a discussion of the preliminary terms that the select board will set uh, uh, per town meeting to convey the property to Twin Pines. Those conversations currently are happening in non-public. They are part of the contract negotiation and advice from our attorney um, with Twin Pines. However, we uh, did want to provide the public for an opportunity for a couple things. There is a meeting on October 16th at 7 p.m., a select board meeting. Um, and if you are interested in learning more about the project or providing some feedback, you should definitely attend that meeting. On that meeting on October 16th, uh, we will be providing a little bit of an overview and history of the project, discussing workforce housing, um, we will also be discussing the, uh, the summary for the select board of the forest management plan for Mink Brook Community Forest that the Conservation Commission created a few years ago through a very thorough and intensive process. The plan itself is north of 400 pages, so we thought a summary might be appropriate um, for folks who just want to see a little bit about how we're going to make sure that we uh, conserve properly this really key ecosystem in our community um, and ensure that the housing does not negatively impact that. Uh, the other thing that will be available on the October 16th meeting is an opportunity for the public to provide feedback about what priorities you think the select board should be considering when setting those terms. Unfortunately, because of the uh, legal nature of the conversations with Twin Pines, we can't get into uh, a back and forth about those terms, but we did want to at least provide the opportunity um, at this stage for members of the public to come out and say, here's what we're concerned about with this project, and we can take all of that back, 
work with our attorney and make sure that we incorporate those priorities uh, as best we can in the terms going forward. So again, if you are interested in uh, any of that about the Minkbrook Community Workforce Housing Project, please come to the meeting on October 16th. We talked about a couple other downtown Hanover updates beyond Allen Street. Um, and um, that includes a new collaboration with Dartmouth College. So we had our uh, uh, first scavenger hunt on September 10th. This is where uh, I believe a couple dozen downtown businesses uh, were made part of the orientation activities for new students. This was an idea that came up uh, last year, actually, when we began conversations with downtown uh, property owners and merchants about ways we could help better support the downtown. Um, and the college has been a great participant in those conversations. This was one of the low-hanging fruit ideas that came out from that. How do we get students right in the downtown as soon as they get to campus? So that was a really great first step going in that direction. Um, we're also continuing to uh, improve public spaces. We did add a couple new uh, chairs and tables in front of Town Hall um, and want to thank John Pepper and Beloco for donating some of those. If you have any feedback about what we could be doing out there, we have some plans that we're working on. But if you have any ideas, you want different types of seating um, or anything like that, let us know because we are in the process of working out those plans uh, currently and we'll have a whole bunch of new stuff for um, next year. Uh, other housing-related updates, we are making some final tweaks to the registration portal uh, for rentals in Hanover, and we expect to have that live uh, for property owners uh, within a couple weeks. We're also currently interviewing candidates for the rental housing inspector position. Um, and then I also included just a snippet. Um, if you read Daybreak, uh, you probably have seen this already, but there was a great uh, couple articles that pointed to a study about how public opinion in New Hampshire has drastically shifted in the last few years related to support for zoning changes that enable um, uh, increasing the availability and affordability of housing in New Hampshire. And so the one stat that I included in my report, because I just think it's, it's so significant, it's really worth highlighting. Um, and so the uh, this, these are New Hampshire residents and the question was, uh, New Hampshire towns and cities should change their zoning, uh, sorry, should change their planning and zoning regulations in order to allow more housing to be built. In 2020, uh, just over 20% um, of people agreed with that. In 2023, 60%. Huge change. Um, is this the death of NIMBYism? <laughs> We're not sure. Um, but it is a huge step in the right direction. And I think folks uh, in our community have been proactive about this in the last couple of years, realizing that we have a really serious need that is interrupting the economy um, and the culture of our region if we don't get a handle on it. Uh, a couple updates related to parking. Um, so this is something we're going to be coming back to in uh, in our October meetings. But basically what we are looking at doing is we've restarted some meetings. We used to have a parking transportation board. We no longer do. But we have reactivated some meetings with our parking staff. Um, this is largely coming from feedback from some downtown merchants um, of just finding ways to uh, make parking in Hanover easier and more accessible. And our parking staff has been totally wonderful about proposing ideas and thinking of ways that we can do more there. And so one of the ideas 
that we started to move forward with was making the parking garage free on Saturdays, which actually might save us money uh, because we do currently have budgeted um, a position to staff that, though we have had trouble filling it. Um, but that money is in the budget for that. Um, and instead of staffing it, just making Saturdays and Sundays free in the parking garage. Um, and we're also looking at changing the hours in some of the lots. Um, we had some suggestions about ways to do that, but also recognize that we need to do a little bit of a broader study probably next year um, at making sure, especially as we discuss Main Street reconstruction, um, Allen Street, other things like that, just making sure that we have a good handle on um, that we have the available, the number of parking spaces available in Hanover that we really need and that the hours are matched to what the need are, looking at permits in different lots and garages, looking at the on-street meter parking, looking at the lots. And so we just have a little bit more work to do about that next year, but wanted to make a few small changes going forward um, to just make it a little bit easier for folks to visit the downtown. A couple other updates is um, the Hanover Police Department's annual Childhood Cancer Awareness Month campaign. So that was in the month of September. Um, we talked a little bit about that. Um, and on September 30th, just recently, uh, Hanover police hosted the touch a truck event. Um, and that was at the race school, uh, Hanover employees will also be participating in the September blood drive, um, through Dartmouth health. And so, um, Hanover police, uh, since 2021 has been really proactive about this. You can learn a little bit more about that on our website. Um, and thanks to Hanover Police uh, for uh, working on that. Hey everyone, and thanks for checking out this special spotlight episode of Hanover Happenings. If you'd like to find all of the episodes of our Hanover Happenings podcast and prior updates, you can do so at HanoverHappenings.com or on wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like more information about other things happening in town, such as monthly reports, agendas, minutes, events, videos, and more, you can do so at HanoverNH.com. Thanks again for engaging with what's happening in your community.